Five on five in five. It is Tuesday, November the 28th. If you did not know that the world has frozen over. <laughs> or at least it certainly felt like it. Goodness gracious, Ooh, it is cold. Boy, we are wearing outside. hats and coats inside this podcast booth. I think the stat from Randy this morning was it's been 298 days since we were below freezing all day. And that is a streak that ends today. That's not what we want to hear. Uh, it's not what I want to hear at all. But guess what? It's the end of November. I mean, I guess it's... We should be worried if it was like 80, right? Yeah. So, I mean, most days I wake up and say, thank goodness we're not Cleveland. This is another one. Um, Man, I am starting out hot. (laughs) To quote quote Paul Brown, you live in Cincinnati. Yes, we do. We live in Cincinnati. um, And like, if I'm being really honest, I don't even live in the state of Ohio. So there's that. (laughs) Uh, But it's cold. So Cleveland got dumped on with snow. We did not. It is about 20 degrees right now, if you're listening to this, around 8 o'clock in the morning. Um. We saw a couple flurries. That's the excitement. That's it. That's all we're getting. Um, it'll be fine overnight. Cold again. 22. So better. It's the wind chills today that are really making things uh, unbearable, really. In the single digits, um, we warm up to 44 tomorrow. So get excited. Don't pull out the shorts just yet. But maybe by the weekend, uh, if you're one of those people. Um, I'm not going to define those people right now. But if you want to pull the shorts out, you might be able to. Uh, that's a stretch for me. Uh, uh, we, we all do that kid in high school. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. like the gym teacher. Oh, like yeah. You're wearing, you're wearing shorts again today? Okay, yeah, cool. Exactly. Yeah, do you. Exactly. I'm not judging. We'll talk I more am, about the weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Judgy tone. <laughs> not judging. Um, but we'll talk more about the weekend closer to the weekend as we approach another SC home match. Hell is real. We'll talk about that uh, closer to the end of the week. Yes, we will. All right. We got to get to our headlines now. Five on five in five. Five stories on Channel 5 in five minutes. Fletcher, number one. Number one, uh, brought to you by Rachel Hersheimer last night uh, in our 11 o'clock show. The family of one of the Beaver Creek Walmart shooting victims uh, is speaking for the first time. I mean, it's so interesting to hear this perspective because obviously the family incredibly grateful first and foremost that their loved one is still with us. Tiara Taylor Swain is recovering. She was one of the four people who was shot uh, in that Beaver Creek Walmart before the shooter then turned the gun on himself. Her family again saying they're thankful she's alive, but obviously they're giving us very rare insight into even those moments before her husband saying, you know, my daughter and I were supposed to go to the store with her. She insisted that we didn't go. So she went off on her own. And then hours later, he gets a phone call. Um, everyone's worst nightmare. And he kept saying, you know, this is one of those things that you think can't happen to you. You always think it's never going to happen to you. And then it did. Um, so that was at the Walmart and Beaver Creek. Officials say that two of the victims have been released from the hospital Two remain hospitalized. They're considered stable. Uh, Tiara, they said they're not sure if she's going to be able to walk again at this point. Um, I mean, we have now witnessed somebody's entire course of their life change in a matter of seconds. Um, again, they're grateful she's alive, but man, what a, what an insane challenge this could be for her going forward. So, um, Also on our website, new information that we've learned about the shooter, including what investigators believe to be the motive, as well as the items recovered 
at his residence so far. This is still very early on in the investigation, um, so there will be much more to come from that. But if you head to WLWT.com, you can get the latest there. Uh, our second story this morning, the investigation into Caitlin Markham's death is moving forward this afternoon in a Butler County courtroom. Yeah, we'll see if the uh, family can get a little bit closer to some kind of closure um, for the person responsible for uh, taking Caitlin Markham. But uh, she went missing years ago. Her body was found about eight years ago in Indiana. She was originally from uh, Fairfield. But her ex-fiance, John Carter, is the one facing murder charges right now. He has a status hearing this afternoon, which we will be there for to give you any updates that come out. But he's charged with uh, two counts of murder for Markham's disappearance in 2011. Um, she also had a friend that was arrested earlier this year on some uh, perjury charges. But uh, that hearing is set for 1 p.m. in Butler County with a trial scheduled for next June. But a lot of interest in that case. Karen Johnson will be all over it, as we know she always is. Uh, our third story this morning, we talked a lot about it last week, the crackdown of Ohio State troopers over the Thanksgiving holiday weekend. Well, with the holiday weekend behind us, we are learning what those numbers were. Some of them were good, some of them trending in the wrong direction. Yes, uh, we'll run through the recap really quick, but I think also it speaks more to what to be on the lookout for moving forward as well as what not to do. So um, we know eight people were killed in crashes across the state. That is the lowest number of deadly crashes over the Thanksgiving weekend in four years. So um, if there can be a silver lining, I guess that is it, that it's the lowest number. Um, investigators say there was only one instance in which someone died from not wearing a seatbelt. Uh, even though the deadly crashes were down, arrests were up. So this is not trending in the right direction. Last year, 78 people were driving, arrested for driving under the influence. This year, 319. It's a considerable increase. Come on, y'all. We got to be better than that. Uh, over 700 tickets were issued. Troopers were doing similar crackdowns over the Christmas and New Year's holiday. Doesn't matter what time of the year it is. This is not a thing that is not acceptable. Um, but obviously, when you do have more people on the road, there is even a more additional concern. So um, ran through the numbers quickly there. Obviously, more on that on our website, WLWT.com. Yeah, well, even this morning, Meredith Sutz was doing this story. 5 a.m., car going the wrong direction right. in front of her on 275. Does that ever happen to either of you? That happened yes, to me once. It's terrifying. It was, yeah. it was insanely terrifying. You see headlights coming at you, and then you kind of like question yourself. Like, right. Did I, Did I do something? And you're like, no, this person. And is the cool. fact that there are three of us in this room, and all three of us have had that happen, speaks That's to the yeah the, the issue. So, again, find a ride home, find a place to stay, find a place to crash. Driving is not the answer. Oddly enough, it happened to me in Ohio before I even moved to Ohio. So I'm just remembering that. Uh, but yes, we will have uh, the full breakdown from Meredith on our website. Uh, and by the time you are listening to this on WLWT.com. Uh, our fourth story this morning, uh, we have gone through Black Friday. Yesterday, Cyber Monday, both record-breaking days in terms of spending. Uh, we'll see if record we can have a record breaking day for giving on this Giving Tuesday. And part of that, uh, WWT is partnering with St. Vincent de Paul and Warm 98 for our annual coat drive. Yeah, Randy made a good point last week, or maybe earlier this week, yesterday, was that, you know, as you're loading your cart with something, you might get free shipping if you add a little more money to it. So grab an extra coat, and that's going to go to somebody in need. Kelly, you've been at the distributions before, and oh just to see the moment where no matter the age, like, hey, I, I need a coat. We, we know how cold it is outside today, and to know that they'll be protected through the winter, it, it means a lot. It's huge from the kids who are just excited to pick one and to can I take the tag off now like they get so excited and then um, last year we had a top, two older ladies come through who I mean this woman you would have thought that this was the most beautiful coat she had ever seen and it was a gently used coat but she could not have been more excited so um, yeah the uh, distribution events all that information on our website wlwt.com still plenty of time to donate coats as well as monetary donations that will be used to purchase new coats 
um, that they can do so in bulk. So that can help a lot as well. And our final story, we're going to do a two-for-one to round us out. Uh, It was kind of an emotionally whiplashy day for sports fans in Cincinnati regarding two of the franchise, uh, two of the city's franchise centerpieces. We'll start with good. What was long rumored, long expected, even for the latter half of the season, is now official. FCC captain Luciano Acosta has been named the 2023 Landon Donovan MLS MVP. He led FCC in both goals and assists, and his 27 goal contributions were tied for the most in Major League Soccer. So three award winners on the pitch Saturday when Columbus comes to town for Hell is Real 3 in the Eastern Conference Final. Uh, But the whiplashy part a few hours after that award ceremony, the Bengals announced that quarterback uh, Joe Burrow had undergone successful risk surgery and is expected to make a complete recovery so not awful news but you know just a reminder that oh yeah joe burrow will be out he was placed on ir prior to sunday's game um but not expected to come off until next season yeah he'll be fine he'll be, I'm, he'll I'm, be fine i'm waiting for the nfl team to come out and say like oh he had unsuccessful surgery because every knee surgery every it's like oh, he had successful surgery i mean you're not going to tell us if he had unsuccessful. anyway i digress yeah, they, that's the thing is you're not gonna they're not gonna say anything if it isn't oh, successful darn, we messed this up his career no 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 he's he'll be fine All right, that's Fletcher. That's Kelly. I'm Steven. We'll see you back here tomorrow for 5 on 5 in 5.